0: Hello, and welcome to our podcast here at Discovery Point Church. Thank you for joining us today. We pray this message inspires you and is the beginning of a life-changing relationship with Jesus. Enjoy the message. Happy Mother's Day. You guys are looking good this morning. God's been good to us. Amen, amen. To the moms, I just want you to know that we honor you on this Mother's Day. Thank you for being here for gracing us with your presence this morning. Will you pray with me? Father in heaven, we, we just thank you for a time of sweet worship. Uh, Lord, just being reminded that you are everything that we need, that you were more than enough. And Lord, as we come to our time in your word this morning, uh, Lord, we just want to say thank you for for mothers and for the ministry that you have given them. They have been such a blessing to our lives even today and Lord we are thankful to you for all of our moms and uh, we ask this in Jesus name amen. amen amen you know when I was preparing for this I didn't realize that Mother's Day has been going on for quite some time matter of fact in ancient Greece there was a celebration honoring mothers every spring uh, also in the Middle Ages there was a custom called mothering Sundays which began when when children who left home early to go learn a trade or an apprenticeship would be released from work every year on the fourth Sunday of Lent to attend church with their family. And as they returned home, they would often uh, pick up a cake or a little gift to give to their mothers. And the the term was coined, going a-mothering. Well, as it turns out, in 1872, Julia Ward Howe, who authored the song, The Battle Hymn of the Republic. Y'all know that song? Yeah. You know, mine, I, I won't sing it, but you, if you know it, good. Well, she, she authored this song, and she suggested the idea for a Mother's Day here in the United States. And although she died before her, her dream could come to fruition, uh, Anna Jarvis, who was the daughter of a Methodist pastor, picked up her cause. And although Anna Jarvis died in 1905, her daughter, also named Anna Jarvis, took up the crusade to make Mother's Day an official holiday here in the U.S. And Anna was deeply uh, influenced by her mom, and she often heard her mom hope for one day to have an established memorial for mothers, both living and dead, here in the U.S. Well, today is Mother's Day. May 14th, 2023, and Julia Ward Howe's dream to see a memorial for all mothers, both living and dead, has finally come to fruition. And so now the second Sunday in every May, we celebrate Mother's Day. And today is such a day. You know, our moms are important not only for our society and our culture, but they are a vital part of our everyday lives. And most of us, in one way or another, we are a reflection of our mothers. I mean, think about this. Our mothers nurtured us at a very young age. They nurtured us. They loved us. And we, we, we felt this sense of longing and belonging as our moms nurtured us. Our moms taught us to be gracious and caring towards others. Unless, of course, you were born in Kentucky and your last name is Hatfield or McCoy. <laughs> Other than that, our mothers taught us to care for others and to be gracious towards others. I've heard moms tell their children, go play with the little boy, a little girl who's playing by themselves. Go make a friend. And I'm sure you've heard the same when you were coming up. And so our moms nurtured us and they were gracious and caring towards us. And they encouraged us not to, not to only aim for the moon, but to shoot for the stars. They encouraged us to be more than we are. And I can recall my mom, when she was alive growing up, just reminding me, you can be anything you want to be. And don't let anybody tell you any different. And so they they encourage us to shoot for, for the stars. And when we were sick or we were injured, they would nurse us. And they would stay up long hours, late in the night, rubbing our legs or our arms or our feet, reminding us and telling us stories to kind of take our minds off the pain. They were our nurses, and what a a thankless job sometimes to see them up late hours of the night so that we can be comforted. And for some of us, our mothers made us walk to church in a three-piece suit with hard, flat shoes, in the middle of the summer because we had to be at church. And I'm not bitter. I promise you I'm not. Um, one thing that that taught me was the importance of the church family, even though I had to walk to church uphill both ways in the snow and all the heat. Um, but my mother instilled that the importance of worship early on. And although I didn't like it, in my, later in my adult life, I realized it's important. So mom, thank you for that. And they are oftentimes they they coach and they encourage us when the tides of life life reverse, and we become parents, and we call mom or dad. How do I do this? The baby's crying. What do I need to do with this? And how how do I get this done? And you 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 become our coaches. You're still parent, but the relationship has changed, and now you help us and those of us with young children as we live our life. As I said, mothers play a vital role in our lives. And without them, well, we wouldn't be here. I mean, think about that. If there weren't moms, none of us would be here today. <laughs> Amen? So your role is vitally important. What we rarely consider, though, are the moms that are found in Scripture. How often do we think about them and their contribution, not only to our faith, but to our very lives today? I think back to Genesis chapter 4, where there's Eve, and God created Eve. He fashioned Eve with his very own hands. And Eve is the mother of humanity. And again, without Eve, there'd just be Adam, and life would be boring. (laughs) But she is the mother of all of humanity. And so we thank God for her contribution. And then I, I think about Genesis chapter 7 through 9, where you've, you've, this is after the flood, and you, you've got Noah and, and Shem and, and Ham and Japheth, but we don't hear anything about their wives. We don't even know their names. There's some who tried to give them some names, but we, but we really don't know what their names were. And so in obscurity... They, these four women, helped to repopulate the world. And although we don't know who they are, we are forever grateful. Because without them, none of us would be here. But because of them, every tribe, nation, and tongue on the face of the earth exists. And so we we thank God for them. Then I think about Exodus chapter 2 with Jochebed. Jochebed was a Hebrew slave who, who had a son, but she had a son during the time when the Pharaoh of Egypt said, the Hebrews are, getting, are becoming too numerous, so let's kill every male Hebrew that's born. But the Bible says that when Jochebed saw her son and that he was handsome, that he was beautiful, that she defied Pharaoh and she hid him for three months. And when she couldn't hide him any longer, the scripture says, she created a little, a little basket with tar and pitch, and she put him in it and put a cover on it and sent him down the Nile. All the time her sister, her, her daughter, was watching her brother, and this little basket just happened to come right up in front of the daughter of Pharaoh, to whom Moses' sister went and said, Would you like me to go and, 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 and get a Hebrew uh, slave for you to nurse him to which she said yes, go get me a Hebrew slave and she goes and she gets her mother and Now Moses has his mother To raise him and take care of him And in it just like God that God would use Jochebed's love for her son to raise up a man who would deliver a nation out of slavery and would deliver them to the land of promise but it all started with Chokebed, Seeing her son and, see, and seeing how handsome he was and having her love for him uh, caused her to defy Pharaoh. Makes sense? And then there's, there's Hannah in 1 Samuel chapter 1. Uh, Hannah was married to Elkanah. Elkanah had a second wife whose name was Peniah. Paniah had children, and, and Hannah didn't. And so Paniah Pena- would oftentimes tease Hannah to the point to where she would cry. And he would tease her. She would tease her because she had you no know, children. And children were a big deal in antiquity. Until one day Hannah decided she's going to go pray. And I love what the scripture says. The scripture says that she was greatly distressed. This is because she was barren. And she prayed to the Lord and she wept bitterly. And she vowed that if the Lord would give her a child, that she would dedicate this child to the Lord. Well, the Lord gave her a child. And his name was Samuel. And when he would grow up to be one of the greatest prophets in the scripture. He would counsel two kings, Saul and King David. And would make a a, a great mark in their lives. But it all began because Hannah kept on praying. And she didn't stop praying until God granted her request. And so we, we thank Hannah today for her continued prayer. And in Luke chapter 1, there's Mary. And here you, you have this, this virgin who's somewhere between 12 and 15, never been with a man sexually. And she has an encounter with an angel, the angel Gabriel, who tells her, you're going to have a child. And you're going to call his name Jesus. And it's just like Mary. Excuse me, to believe the angel and to take him at his word. And because of her faith, because of Mary's faith, all of our lives have been radically changed today because of her son Jesus who came to take away our sins. Amen? Amen. Amen. And then there's in 2 Timothy chapter 1, there's Lois and Eunice. Lois is the grandmother of Timothy, and Eunice is his mother, and the Scripture says that it's because of their faith that they poured into Timothy that he is who he was when, uh, when, when, when Paul took him as his protege, that this grandmother and this mother poured their faith into this child, and because of that, he became the the pastor of of the church at Ephesus in the Scripture. And so each of these mothers in some way has contributed to our faith today. These were godly women whose faith changed history. But let's let's fast forward to to May 14, 2023. Moms, will you stand for me? If you are a mother or a mother-to-be, would you stand up for me just where you are? Amen. Each of you, like these women of antiquity, these mothers of antiquity. You have a vital role to play, not only in the lives of your children, but in the lives of one another and every young woman here today. Paul tells Titus in Titus chapter 2, verses 3 through 5. He says, older women, likewise, are to be reverent in their behavior, not malicious gossips nor enslaved to much wine. Teaching what is good so that they may encourage the younger women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be sensible, pure, workers at home, kind, being subject to their own husbands so that the word of God will not be dishonored. And ladies, there are young ladies, young women here in this room today who need your wisdom and the insight that God has given you. So my prayer for you today is that you would share your wisdom with this next generation because they need it. And so thank you for being here today. You may be seated. And so if your mom is here with you today, hey, happy Mother's Day. For some of us, Mother's Day is uh, a bit more pensive and, and, and reflective as we remember our moms who've gone on prayerfully to a better life. And although they're not here, the ongoing impact of their lives can be felt each and every day. I can hear my mom riding her toes. Do you have a t-shirt on? And she'd take my shirt back. And she'd look. If you ever wonder, why does he always wear t-shirts, even in the summer, It's because of my mom, so. And she's probably asking Jesus, does he have a t-shirt on? when you check for me? So moms and and, and moms-to-be, remember that it is to you that God has given the gift of bringing forth life. It is through your selfless love and your mama bear resolve that we are who we are today. It is through your tireless prayers and tears that many of us have made it this far. And it is through your faith in God that many of us are in this room today. So, to those mothers who are alive and to those who have gone on, I simply want to say thank you. Thank you. We thank God for you and we honor you today. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you so much for joining us on our podcast today. We pray you allow this message to transform you to take what you learned and share the love of Jesus to those around you. You can stay informed and connected by following Discovery Point Church on all social media platforms. Thank you and God bless you.